say so. Everybody wants clout. Four year eighty four turns out. Back home, four year eighty four turns out. This is gonna be a fun ride. This is gonna be a fun ride. Everybody wants clout. I'm gonna play what I wanna play, play, do what I wanna do. I'm gonna say what I wanna say. Stupid? No, I, well, I haven't yet, but I think uh, I, I, I just might, Willie. I just might. What do you think? <laughs> There's a good chance. You know, if I was a betting man, I would take my butt to Vegas on it. So, but, uh, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're, we're back on the 24th of January. We uh, had a, a couple vacations and some some family things to attend to, but we're back and we're going to hit the ground running. And uh, I think we 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 picked a good week to come back, Willie. Don't you? Absolutely, I really do. I, I think we've. Uh, I think we've come back just in time. Lots of juicy things going on in the NFL, as uh, as we all know. And uh, this this edition of Mountaintop Sports Rat is going to be uh, one to remember. I feel like TJ. And that that um, great great introduction to the new name of the show, ladies and gentlemen. When we came up with the first name of the show, we was being funny. One thing that if you picked up on that I say a lot is. You know what I'm saying, or I'm just saying. So that's kind of where we got the idea. But when we've gotten more serious with the show, because we've actually got some listeners, and guys, we thank you for that. Um, we, uh, we we wanted to be clever on the name, so, but we wanted to be where we were from, too. So we came up with the Mountaintop Sports Rant. Because you know, Willie, just from where we sit, I think our view is a little bit better. A little better. A little better. And speaking of our views, our thoughts, our our things in our brain. Let's get this 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 baloney pose started. Willie, there was a game in New Orleans. Tell me about it. Well, there was a game in New Orleans, uh, Los Angeles Rams, New Orleans Saints. We all know now now how it ended, and my apologies for the baby. If you hear if you hear a baby yelling or if you hear me yelling at a baby, again, my apologies. But, um, you know, the, 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 the game itself, we have, we have like was, we have uh, uh, right, right, it's, it's life, it's life. Yeah. But we don't have a studio. You know, <laughs> that's right, that's right. The uh, the game itself, I felt like was 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 a good contested game. You know, uh, I, I feel like the Saints really let it slip away. The Saints had the opportunity early in the game to put them to to kind of put the Rams to bed and and, and do away with them. But it you did. know, the Rams the, the Rams kind of weathered that that storm. Only gave up 13 points. You know, when when really New Orleans should have had 21 points. So, you know, kudos to the Rams for you know, really coming back, making it a good game. And boy, was it ever a good game, in my opinion, until late in the fourth quarter. And we all know what took place uh, late in the game there, TJ. You know, I'll, I'll, give you my, I'll give you my thought on it real quick, and then 
and then um, again, you know, you can you can chime in. Let me know what what your overall thoughts of the game were. But in um, you know, at, at, there at the end of the game, there there was there was a lot of missed calls both ways, and you hate to blame a game or chalk it up to the referees making that big of an impact. But uh, you know, there's a bad missed face mask call on Jared Goff, uh, and the very next, which probably would have set the Rams up. It would have set them up first and goal. They probably had a good chance of scoring a touchdown then, and and being up, you know, 24 to to 20 as opposed to tying the game 20-20 with a field goal. So that was a bad call, but I don't think it was quite as bad as what ensued. Uh, as everybody knows, with about a minute and 47 seconds to go in the game, Drew Brees dropped back, threw a, a pass out to the to the the right flat, you know, really well, a little out past the right flat, to um, uh, who was Tommy Lee Lewis, and the, the in my opinion the worst blatant missed pass interference call in the history of the NFL, definitely in the history of the postseason, was uh, was missed by by the referees. Should have been a pass interference. Should have been first and goal for the Saints. Rams at that point only had one timeout. New Orleans should have been able to take the clock down pretty much to where the Rams would have gotten the ball back with about 20 seconds to go and no timeouts. Uh, instead, the the pass the call was not made, and Saints had to settle for the for the field goal, and the rest was history. So uh, you know, again, I, uh, I there was still football to be played after that. The mm-hmm. Saints had the ball first in overtime. Drew, you know, Drew Brees, you know, got kind of got hit and and threw the ball up in the air, which arguably could have been a pass interference call at that point too, because the ball was not tipped. And the wide receiver was shoved before the ball was intercepted. But you know, the referees and, you know, hearing people talk and these uh, ex-refs and officials say that a pass interference call is not going to be called when the ball is kind of fluttering and floating up in the air like that, which, you know, I, I don't know how they can get away from the rules. You know, the rules are the rules. If the ball if the ball was tipped, it's not pass interference. If the ball, If the ball was not tipped, that should have been pass interference. But I'm not a referee. Thank God. <laughs> but, um, you know, again, it was a great game. I feel like the, the, it's a shame that the game ended the way it did and was decided the way it was on a missed penalty. So that's, that's my overall thought and rant on that game. Uh, give me yours. You, you, you said it best, Willie, when you, when you talked about the Saints had the game early. I mean, they could have put them to bed. They could have put them to sleep, and they didn't. So here we are, you know, talking about it because that one play um, probably made all the difference. And how can you let that be the deciding factor as a ref? I, I think refs make calls to keep games close. Um, to not have blowouts, to make it more appeal. Uh, but when the and, and you know how athletes are, they don't admit to anything. You know, they don't. Right. I, they, you know that. You know, basketball is is definitely the 
the one that comes to mind, you know, when they tip the ball out. Oh, no, my hand didn't touch it. My my foot didn't literally kick that ball out, you know. Right. They regret it. And even after the fact, it didn't happen in, in their heads. Maybe they believe that. But the, the Rams player that made that play, I think I don't – I can't quote him on it, but the way that I heard it or I remember it right now was I was going to – either get burnt and cost us the game or I make a play here and take a chance of getting a penalty um, and at least having a chance to battle again. I was a genius. Hope he went and played the lottery game. Uh, it's it's sad, but like you said, calls, calls are missed through the game. Yes. Um, but that's football. Mm-hmm. It happens, and but you don't see stuff like that happening very often, um, especially in that time of the fourth quarter of calls like that getting made. But there was a call, um, <laughs> you know, you could ask the same question on the next game we talked about. There was a call mm-hmm. at the end, at, towards the end of the game, pass interference. So was that because y'all y'all blew it the first game? <laughs> so I uh, definitely don't want to be a referee ever. <laughs> so, mm, that's right. You know, but it was a great game. Um, again, you know, everybody, I'm a Bears fan. Yes, uh, I was hoping the Bears would go down there, not necessarily beat them, but. I thought they could give them a good defensive battle. And that's something that game was overlooked, too, was, okay, here we are. The two best offenses in the league in the NFC side, and they they held each other to 13 and what, 24? What was the final score? Uh, 26-23. I mean, come on. These guys are dropping 40, 50 points in some games this year. Mm Mm-hmm. It was uh it was a good game. I, I I was hoping the the Saints would win it because I wanted to see Tom Brady versus Drew Brees. I mm-hmm. thought that would have been a great game. It would have been your uh last of an era quarterback like that, you know, kind of like when Joe Montana and Dan Marino played each other in eighty four. Dropping knowledge on you right off the bat. Boom. 84. Yeah, I said it. Um, but it was fun to watch. Fun to watch. And then text you about. <laughs> All right. So um, you know, I can uh, I I can agree with you. I, I feel like the uh the, the timing of that missed call is, 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 you know, makes all the difference in the world. Um, there's, uh, like you said, there are calls missed in every NFL game that has ever been played and ever will be played. There mm-hmm. are penalties that get missed. Um, you know, you, you, you know it yourself. There's, there's probably, you could, you could probably call holding on That's every exactly play. That's exactly what I'm Some, thinking. You go hold in every play yep. if you want. Yep, you could. You could, but uh, I again, the reason why I think it's the worst call ever 
because it happened at the time that it did, and it legitimately took the win out of the Saints' hands. Uh, you know, I, I saw something the other day that if the if the Saints would have ran the ran the clock down, kicked a field goal, kicked the ball off back to the Rams with only 19 to to 23 seconds, somewhere in that range is what it was projected they would have gotten the ball back at, and the Rams would have had no timeouts. The Saints had a 98.9% chance to win the game if that would have happened. If the Saints would have scored a touchdown instead of instead of a field goal, the Saints have uh, it was 99.7 something percent chance to win the game. You know, so it it, it really it, it, you know calls impact the game throughout a football game. The face mask call that was on the previous drive was just as blatantly missed. The referee should have called that as well. It was it was it should have been first and goal for the Rams. So that's where, you know, you hear a lot of especially Rams fans and people telling, you know, oh, you know, telling the, the Saints fans to to shut up and 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 I get that. Because, you know, you could go back and there was a, there was a lot of missed calls and bad calls throughout the entire game, but I just I, it's going to be hard to convince me that any one of those calls had the impact that that one had on the outcome of the game. You're right. I mean, you're right. It's uh, it's one of those things that happen. And mm-hmm. as a, a professional football team, well, guess what? You deal with it. You plan for it. Yep. And you strive for it. Um. That's why they get paid the money they do. Right. So, I, I mean, I could sit here and <clears throat> tell you I'm going to go on a morning talk show and talk about the field goal that I missed and how the, the city of Chicago wants to kill me. Right. So, but I'm not. Talking about the matter. <laughs> so, and speaking of things that matter. How about we uh, hit up Arrowhead Stadium? We went down in, in, in the Arrowhead. Well, you know, uh, a little bit of the same went down, in my opinion. You know, uh, you, you had two two high-powered teams. Uh, you know, again, something we we haven't said. It, it, you know, we, these these four teams were the four top offenses in the league. So our our argument that we made a few weeks ago that, you know, the defense or does defense still win championships. Maybe we were wrong on that. Maybe it'll change next year. Who, who knows? But, um, but you know, the, the Chiefs, number one offense in the NFL, Patriots, number four offense in the NFL. Of course, the Rams and the Saints, respectively, were uh, number two and number three. The, uh, you know, really, really good football game. Uh, you know, New England, I kind of feel the same way for Kansas City. Kansas City withstood New England driving the ball down their throat on that first drive. I think they took something around 10 minutes off the clock in the first quarter and went down and scored a touchdown, you know. And the the way New England was really dominating the game, and it was, you know, only, what, what 14 to nothing at halftime, you know. Yeah. Uh, that game could have gotten away from Kansas City 
in a hurry. That the even though it was fourteen to nothing, it felt like a twenty-one or twenty-eight to nothing score at halftime. So, you know, the the Chiefs did a wonderful job of rallying back, kind of like what they did to New England in the first meeting in the regular season. They did the same thing. Patrick Mahomes didn't have a good first half, had an amazing second half of the game, and you know, came back again. The game was absolutely great until halfway through the fourth quarter. And the referees, again, missed some very blatant calls. And not only, and not only missed a call, they, when they did call the roughing the passer on Tom Brady against the Chiefs, um, that, that, was, that was a terrible call. I mean, the, you know, the, guy, the guy's arm barely hit Brady and didn't hit him in the head, didn't hit him in the face mask, kind of hit him on the chest and the shoulder pad. And the ref's explanation was, well, from where I was standing behind the play, it looked like, you know, he got hit in the head, which is, is illegal. You know, you can't hit the quarterback with your – you can't smack the quarterback with your arm anymore. And, uh, you know, but that that really changed the, the, the tone of the game right there. The uh, – you know, with about four minutes to go in the game, well, I think it was less than that, actually. Um, I can't remember when, how long it was when the offside call or neutral zone infraction was called against D Ford. Um, he was lined up about probably four or five inches. His hand was probably four or five inches over the line of scrimmage. But it, 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 it's a commonly known thing in the NFL. The referee will personally warn a player one time and let him know, hey, you were over the line. Your arm was over the line. Unless it's, unless it's blatant. If half of his body is over the line, it's one thing. They call the penalty. But typically – They'll give a they'll give a defensive player a warning, and say you're you you know you were over the line on that last play. You're gonna get, yeah, I'm gonna call I'm gonna call you for it next time. And they didn't do that for the Chiefs, which I, I you know I kind of got mixed feelings on that. A, a penalty's a penalty, you know. I, I but uh, but of course that penalty turned into a, a interception, or, or well, you know that play rather turned into an interception for the Chiefs, which would have iced the game for them. The game the game was all but over at that point. And uh, looking on it here, there was actually under three minutes to go in the game when uh, when that happened. So, you know, I, I feel like that was a that was a big time uh, big time call. But uh, but even with that even with that being said, and the, the 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 calls, man, you can't say enough about the New England Patriots and and what they did and how they you know they 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 took the lead and then. With 39 seconds to go, Kansas City got the ball and went down the field and kicked the field goal to tie it. So that was awesome. Both offenses were just were just firing on all cylinders at that point. And you know, then then it, it, it comes down to overtime. Whereas mm-hmm. what happened to the New Orleans Saints? You know, the Saints got the ball and threw the interception and basically handed the game to the Rams. Well, that didn't happen to Tom Brady, did it? Tom Brady got the ball, and just like he did in the Super Bowl a couple years ago against the Atlanta Falcons, they took it straight down the field and scored the touchdown, game over. And, uh, you know, the three third and tens, Brady didn't play particularly great. Uh, you know, he had a great yeah, overall great game. That, that drive, I think he was like four for ten or four for nine on that drive. But he was three for three on third and ten to keep drives alive, to keep the ball moving, and 
not enough can be said uh, for, for what they did. Uh, unfortunate for the Chiefs that they didn't get a chance to uh, to get the ball back, and we'll 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 talk on that here in here in here in a few minutes about the about overtime rules and such. But you know, overall, that's that's kind of my 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 thoughts on the game. You know, I, I felt the uh, I felt heartbroken for the Chiefs fans, uh, and 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 how cool would it, would it have been for uh, the owner of the Chiefs to to get his father's trophy? You know, how, how to get the Lamar Hunt trophy. Uh, I can't think of the chief's name, the owner's name. It's uh, something Hunt, but I, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. But how cool would it have been to get your father's AFC Championship trophy in your stadium? You know, that would have been pre- pretty cool, pretty cool thing to happen. And and just like I felt, I felt heartbroken for the for the Saints. Um, however, I do think the Saints got robbed. Whereas the Chiefs, you know, uh, they, they just didn't quite do enough, even though there was a couple ticky tack calls. And, and some things that they didn't quite do enough to, to the Patriots. Can I tell you what happened? Go ahead. I, I just I, I'm I want to make this simple, straight to the point. Okay, you ready? Yeah. We ain't going nowhere. We're bad boys for life. Look bad boys for life. That that's what Tom Brady did, right? I mean, didn't he post that? Yeah. Didn't you tell me he posted that? Yeah, he posted Tom, it on Instagram after the game. Yep. You know, I mean, point blank, since 2001, 220 wins. Since 2001, and 66 losses. Crazy. I, I mean, dude, the guy has got the ice. He's got ice in his veins, period. Yeah. You, if you ever play any cons- competitive sport, competition, nerves get to you. So you're on the level of, of what Tom Brady is. And you're an Arrowhead Stadium. The loudest stadium in the NFL. And what did he do? What he did in 2001, 2002. Oh, yeah, 2004. Sorry, sorry. 2003, 2004. Oh, uh, yeah. He, he lost in the Super Bowl in 07. But he decided that, you know, maybe maybe I'll go back. Uh, I don't know. Whenever I want to go back, this is the ninth time he's been back. Yeah. It's, uh, man, with all due respect, like you said, the Patriots had the game kind of like you know the Saints, right? And and here's here here comes the Chiefs. They they didn't back down. I thought it was okay. Bill Belichick has got Andy's read number yet again, right? Yes. And can't figure him out. And then here, mm-hmm. here they, come. but it was more just here they come. Patrick Mahomes just, he stepped up his game too. The kid had a great season. He was apparently a great draft pick. Um, I wish him the best. I really do. His dad played baseball. Yeah. And it was just a true game that, you know, for the ages. 
in my in, in my opinion. And I'm not even a Patriots fan. Oh, but I mean, you got to give respect where respects due, and he's got it. He's the yeah. goat. He's the goat. Well, I I think it's impossible to. I think it's impossible to argue against that. We'll, we'll go well, since you say that. We'll go ahead and kind of hit on that real quick because, you know, I I think it's um I think it's more apparent now than ever. Um, it's going to be cemented in stone if it's not already if they win this Super Bowl. But yeah. just by going to another one, um, you know, 18 years, nine Super Bowls, 13 AFC Championship games. I mean, you, you know, that's uh. And, and and only 17 of those 18 years was Tom Brady the quarterback because one of those years he got hurt, you know? Yep. And, and they, they still won 11 games. They still won 11 yeah. games that year. Missed it by you know? that much. By that yeah. much. Yeah, And yeah. where did he Barely get missed at? the playoffs. You remember where he got hurt at? I just remembered you in Kansas City. Was it? Yep. I don't remember. I don't remember. I remember where Bledsoe yeah. got hurt. Bledsoe got hurt in New York against the Jets. I 2008, remember 2008, um, it was the very first game of the year. Right. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, um, and when they was taking them down, the because, you know, uh, uh, Arrowhead has the the steps that you go down kind of on the 50. Mm. And they uh, he fell. They fell. Again, New England Patriots season, in-season opener, quarterback, Tom Brady, the NFL's MVP in 2007, suffered a torn Achilles ligament against the Chiefs. Yeah. I mean. This hour of dropping knowledge on you is brought to you by two. Yeah. (laughs) So so what's your your take? Do you think – do you think they're the best ever? Because I think it's impossible to argue against that. I, number can, one, how can you? Yeah, uh, yeah. As, how can you? Man, I mean, yeah. As sports fans, all we have of of talking back and forth of banner of of my team's this, my guys this, it comes down to numbers, right? Mm-hmm. I, I. I I, I love the Bears. You're not gonna. Nothing's gonna change that. They are who they are. Um, but when it comes to winning and doing it since 2001, I, I Willie, we we've said it on the phone together. You're the first one that said it. I I I, I, I tell them what you think the trophy's gonna be named. I think it's gonna happen. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, once once Belichick retires, they're gonna change the name of the Lombardi trophy to the Lombardi Belichick trophy as they should, as they should, mm-hmm. they, you know, I, I mean, he, his name, his name deserves to be on that. He's one, you know, I, I don't know exactly off the top of my head, how many uh, championships Lombardi won before. So I know he won the two first Super Bowls. I know he won a handful of titles also before that um, just NFL championships before the merger, you know, but um, but but how how can it not be? I mean, Belichick, uh, uh, obviously, you know, obviously, whatever's in the water in in Foxborough, Massachusetts, they um they, they they do it right up there. They they play the game the right way. Everybody does their job. It's a, they're always a very unselfish team. 
you know, they, and, and they don't talk. There's never any drama that comes out of there, even when the media tries to manifest and make drama. Uh, I, I, I mean, I think, I think that's why the Chiefs lost. I, I really do. I think the Chiefs would have beat the Patriots this year if the, if the media didn't, you know, start the hoopla, the Patriots or no more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, people wanting to say that Tom Brady's falling off a cliff and 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 things like that, and the guy's still still going strong, and, and he's in better shape now than he was when he was a rookie in the NFL. And, yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah, he he is, he is. But uh, I I think it's um I think it's apparent they they're by far the best NFL franchise uh, above the Packers, above the the Steelers and the Steel Curtain, above Montana and the 49ers. And definitely mm-hmm. above the, the the Dallas Cowboys in the in the early nineties, um, mm-hmm. you know I think you, you could make arguments those are probably the most you know th- those franchises had the most success in small periods of times. We're talking about almost two decades here that this team has been the best and has been the the they have been the measuring stick for every other team in the league, and it it, it, it they just prove year in and year out how hard they are to topple. And, and, yeah, they're bad boys for life. And they ain't going nowhere until Tom Brady retires or, and or Bill Belichick, which I think they'll both retire at the same time. I, 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 or Belichick may jump ship and take a job elsewhere. I could, I could see him going to another team for a few years or something. I could see him um, going but, back uh, to New York if it don't work out with the coach there now. Yeah, I thought I thought New York or Cleveland, maybe going back to Cleveland and trying to do the Cleveland thing again. You know, I don't know, but um, but yeah, I I think they're the they're the best ever. So we've uh, we've settled that. Now let's um let's back up and go back to the uh, to a topic that me and you we we got pretty we got pretty heated up over this a few days ago talking on the phone about uh, about the missed calls and you know whether or not things should be reviewable or things should be able to be challenged like that. And uh, let me, let me give you my, my quick thoughts on it. And then I'll, I'll turn it over to you. You know, the um, first off the call uh, that the, the, the roughing the passer call that was called on Tom Brady. I think it's easier to overturn a call that was actually made. Like I think it would be easier to, if they did implement some kind of review on, on penalties, I think it would be easier to, to say, Oh, that 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 was called passing or that was called roughing the passer. Let's review it, and then they say, "Oh no, it wasn't roughing the passer." I think that's easy. Whereas what happened to the Saints in the Saints Rams game, I think it's really hard to call to go back and say, oh, that was pass interference when it wasn't called." So that's that's where I start with my whole problem with with the reviews and everything, and. You know, if they were going to do some kind of reviews, I have two guidelines here that I'm going to I'm going to throw at you, and these are my ideas. And after this, I'll I'll let you have it. But if they're going to review penalties, I think the reviews should be done internally from the New York office, and it should be in the last two, maybe five minutes of playoff games only. Playoff games, meaning if the refs screw up in the last two minutes of this game, there's a good chance we're going to cost this team their season, like what happened to the New Orleans Saints, right? Mm -hmm. 
and that's that's my first kind of thing. I, I, I really think it should come – I don't think it should be challengeable by the coaches. I don't think – you know, I, I think it should be done by the New York office. And the second part of that is, you know, well, you know, everybody says, well, how do you how do you do this? How do you do that? I think it's real easy. I think you use common sense, right? I think mm-hmm. you use common sense. Anybody that has ever played a game of football or watched a game of football, anybody and everybody would know, it is common sense to know that that was a pass interference call, right? And mm-hmm. so it, Roger Goodell, it, I don't know if he was at that game, but Roger Goodell is probably, I guarantee you, he was sitting somewhere having a cocktail watching the game. Well, you know, why can't he pick up the bat phone, you know, and, and, and call the stadium real fast and call the officials? He should have a, he should have a direct line or, or the NFL head of officiating have a direct line to the officials on the field or the review officials that are up in the booth, you know, and say, hey, 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 whoa, 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 stop that. This is, this is, this is a, a crucial, not, not just game-changing, but game-deciding call. And, you know, hey, guys, we, that, that was bad. We just messed up. We've got to go back and, and review this and look and see. And I think it has to be handled internally like that because if not, you open Pandora's box of, well, this coach is challenging this play because he thinks there was pass interference, and this coach is challenging this play because he thinks there was holding. I don't think you can do that. I think it has to be a, a kind of a big brother style governing eyeball that, that somebody is sitting there watching every play and when something is blatantly missed around the ball around the football like that you know you can't call a penalty that was on the other side of the field if, if nobody was looking at it you know but but around the football area it, you know it's got to be made man it's just it's got to be made something's got to change I feel like because it's uh but you can only go so far with it uh, you know, otherwise you're just opening the can of worms that you that you can never close. But I I I just feel like last two or five minutes of playoff games needs to be needs to be watched by somebody, and they need to use their freaking head and common sense to say, "Hey, man, we cannot do that. We can't." And same with the face mask call that happened against against Jared Goff in the in the the, the series before that. That should have been. Oh no no no. That, that, he just got his face mask grabbed, guys. It should be first and goal, Rams. You know, and and then the Saints wouldn't have had a that, that then that play probably would have never happened. The pass interference. So I'm sorry I went on a little bit of a rant there, TJ. But but you see how how passionate I am about this. Well, I don't so, know if you forgot already, but the the show is called the uh, Mountain Top Sports Rant. So I mean, I, oh, you know, that's, that's right. I'm glad that you found your rant of the hour. Um. We, we had that talk because, really, it's – football has been a game of, of history, um, not a long, long history, but it, it was it was designed um, to be played a certain way. And, and you know, the refs' interaction, um, the percentage there – see, that what makes the game interesting to me, too, is the chances of stuff like that happening. Yeah. So – I don't. I don't like. I, if they get a call, I think an outside company should handle the calls. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't. I, I think there's too much greed and money 
and and the refs doing what they do on top of everything else anyways um that goes on and i think that the 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 playoffs should have a set not 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 season playoff okay um have a separate company come in and take care of the reviews on every on every review there at the stadium right there so there's no outside yeah. voice and you know hey if there's a delay in the game guess what so be it do you want the call made right or not because we have to suck it up right because the, the the change is coming it's with what that, the the day and age of everything now um it's coming whether we want it or not right right and yeah i as much as i don't want to see it coming because the zebras make the game interesting. And if you take that from it, you know, you're taking another act. Like the terrible calls of the face mask and then, you know, uh, roughing the pasture, the one there that you, on, on Tom Brady, but that whole roughing the pasture thing this whole year was a joke. So it started yeah. with, uh, with Clay Matthews. But, um, and, and it's I don't I think I think we as fans and the media look for that one angle of um you know this cost them the game, you know? Uh, yeah. Well why were they in that position for a call to cost them the game? You know? That's right, yeah, yeah. So there's there's thirty different ways to look at it, but these are the best teams playing at this time of the year. So you would hope they would be somewhat competitive. And it's like you would be taking that competitiveness away if you got Roger Goodell to come on and, and get him involved in the calls. So that's my thought. Okay. I mean, and, and I can I can agree with that completely. And I understand, like you said earlier this week when we talked, you know, that you're you're old school, and you are you're old school. You you know you're a big baseball fan, you know. So you know you you understand like like you know we can argue calls and strikes or balls and strikes till the till the end of time, you know. Yeah. And and you know. I, I can agree. I like the whole idea of like a third party entity, another group of uh, you know somebody that's that's you know a, a video technology you know a technolo- technologically advanced video team that that comes in to, to to see things. And and I understand what you're saying that you're taking it out of um, or you're taking the competitive side away from the players. But man, you know I, I I put it like this. I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. I do not like the New England Patriots. I respect them, but I do not like them, you know? And if that call that happened against the Saints, if that would have happened against the Patriots, I would have been just as angry. I would have felt the same way because I would have felt, you know what? That's not right. That team just got screwed on a call that the referees did not make, you know? And, and, and you know, and who's who's to say? And, and it's all a judgment call. So who's to say that this third party group isn't going to come in and say, ah, oh, you know, 
it was an uncatchable pass or something. Maybe, you know, maybe they wouldn't have said it was pass interference, and then maybe the Saints fans would still be mad about it, you know? But yeah. I, I just think, like you said, the stakes are so high, it is so hard to get to that point in a season. You know, Dan Marino only made it to one Super Bowl. One of the greatest yeah. quarterbacks, top five quarterbacks of all time, only made it to one. Yeah. And he, he always thought he would get back there, and he never did. You know? And Drew Brees, one of the greatest quarterbacks that ever lived. Uh, pro- I mean, statistically, in yardage-wise, Drew Brees is, is, is uh, absolutely amazing. And, oh, yeah. uh, and, he got, and he only has one Super Bowl win and only one Super Bowl appearance. And you, and you talk this, – this could lead – I mean, you know, let's talk about Drew Brees. I, want, I wanted to see Drew Brees and Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. I did. Yeah, me too. Drew Brees was a phenomenal quarterback at Purdue. And when he went to the Chargers, I remember that playoff game. You remember that playoff game that they had, and it kept going into um, overtimes, I think against the Jets. And they just kept missing field goals. Yeah. It was just back and forth, back and forth. And Drew Brees was the quarterback. And the I remember the announcer saying, you know, he's just too short. He just can't get that ball over the line. And then, and then he he's a free agent, and it was probably the worst decision that the Dolphins probably ever made as an organization when they didn't sign Drew Brees because he didn't pass the physical or something, but they yeah, signed the shoulder. Oh, yeah. Again, ladies and gentlemen, this hour of just dropping knowledge on you is brought to you by today. <laughs> um. And man, Drew Brees is just—he was—he's—he's he's, Drew Brees. Who that? Who that? Drew Brees. And I, you know, the one thing I would love the NFL to change in the regular season though is the overtime rule. You know. Well, to, yeah. Let's talk about overtime rules because yeah, that, that, because the we, can, we can go we can go on and on about these calls and these calls were they were pretty bad. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the calls in both games. But with that being said, both games went into overtime, which was the first time in NFL history that two playoff games on the same day went into overtime, much less two championship games went into overtime. So, you know, you, you've got both these games, teams have a chance, you know, uh, and the, the overtimes went went drastically different for both teams, or both games, excuse me. You know, you have the, the like I said before, the Saints get the ball, they have a chance. If, they, if, if Drew Brees takes that ball down the field and scores a touchdown, the Saints are in the Super Bowl. That, did, that didn't happen. He got, he got pressured. He, 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 he kind of got hit, threw the ball up in the air, picked off a couple plays later. Rams kick a, what, 57, 56-yard field goal, which, by the way, looked like it would have been good from 70. That kid, that, that, that Greg, Greg the Leg Zerline, he – nailed that ball right down the pipe so that so you got to give him some credit for making a big pressure kick and he would have missed it the saints would have had wonderful field position and all they would have needed was a field goal to win so so you know even as bad as the call was the saints still had a chance to win that game and um you know but in contrast to that the patriots chiefs game you know and i'll ask you this and let you talk about it for a second how, like, because when, when, the, when the game went into overtime, I felt whoever got the ball was going to go down the field and score a touchdown and win. Yes. Yeah. And 
So when the Patriots won the coin flip, I, I, I looked over at my fiance and I said, game over. Like, Patriots Patriots are going to win this game. They're going to they're yeah. take it down the field, score a touchdown. It's game over, kind of the same way I felt against Atlanta in the Super Bowl a few years ago. So, you know, well, well what's, what's, what's your thoughts on that? And then, and then we can get into, like, what, what ideas we both have, because I know we've talked about it before. What ideas can change over time? Um, my thoughts were, DJ, you don't ever bet against the Patriots because they find some way do it and he's going to have receivers throw place and julian Edelman, you know that cat makes plays Gronk makes plays these guys love to play the football the game of football together and yeah can't play it anywhere else after they leave new england it seems like but when they're there they can play and yeah. man it, it's like I just saw when when I'm on the phone and I, I, I see the, the Kansas City Chiefs come back and I, they tied it up. They tied it up, I think, first. Um, or they went they went ahead by like two or three points. I can't remember exactly, but I know they came back. And I'm like, okay. And then Tom Brady just did what Tom Brady does. He came yeah. right back. Mm-hmm. So there's – I mean, right there. I was more – the question mark around that game to me was more on Patrick Mahomes because, you know, yes, he had a great season. He did a lot of great things. He's an exciting player to watch. But I'm sorry, you can't compare apples to apples when it comes to Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. Not in the AFC Championship game. So, I I, I had no questions, Mark. Says, I, I just wanted to be shocked, you know, when it didn't happen. <laughs> so... Right. That's that was my thought. I mean, I just I knew I knew that they would find a way, and they mm-hmm. did. Yeah, yeah. Again. Uh, so what? Again. What about like changes? Changes on overtime? Then, like, what do you what do you think could be done to 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 make overtime more accessible? And and maybe maybe not for the regular season again. Maybe maybe just change it for playoff games because again these playoff games this ends somebody's season. If you if they lose they're going home and they're not coming back for several months until training camp. So what are your what, what are your ideas? Because I know we talked about some the other day. Like you know best ideas or, or just throw some out there that 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 the people I, might like that would change overtime. I like the college aspect of it where they start at the. What the thirty? Is that where they start at? So the twenty-five, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think they should move them back to the forty. Start okay. at the forty, because you know that if they get into field goal range at the thirty-five, you know, so they could do that pretty easy, but not the fifty. Mm-hmm. Start at the forty, okay. and just sudden death, just like in, in college, because I love watching that in college, and. I loved it when I was uh, when I played, uh, you know, NCAA football, and it was just you. It, the great thing about what college overtime rules, both sides get to step up and, and and show what they got. Oh yeah, yeah. 
And I, I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, really, I really think that if it's presented in the way of, like you said, um, if the change is going to come, somebody needs to sell them on it. So if you did it just for the playoffs, I think that would be a great selling point. Yeah. But, you know, you said I'm old school. I'm only 37. These owners, buddy. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, overtime has only been a thing in the NFL since we were kids, right? Like, yep. like they didn't even have overtime for for. I remember when we were young is when they they implemented overtime rules where you actually yep. went into overtime, and it was just sudden death overtime. First team score yep. one, you know. So, uh, so they've modified it a lot, and um, and you know, I agree with you. And like we talked about the other day, the college, uh, if if they were to go with the college style, if they were to change it and try with that, um, I think it would have to be a little bit different. I. I I completely agree with you on the idea of moving them to the 40, you know, or, or the 50. I got no problem with the 50. You know, we're talking about professionals here, and we're talking about kickers like Greg Zerline that can kick 70-yard field goals, you know. Mm-hmm. So I got no problem taking them to the 50-yard line and, and, and giving both teams a chance. Um, I think it should be, if, if, that, if that was the case, I think there should be no extra points, two-point conversions. You know, you, you, a two-point conversion trial would be – it would be – you you would automatically have to go for two, mm-hmm. you know, um, that that would uh, as opposed to what what college I think if it's after the first or second overtime they have to go for two, isn't it? Yeah, see, it's, you it's know, uh, each series you go to the um, the stipulations get higher. Yeah, you can't just kick a field goal, you know. So mm-hmm. they're taking that away, you know, one by one. So. Um, it's, uh, it, you know, again, will it ever happen? Um, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. You know, and I, I like that idea. I also, you know, like I kind of kicked it around with you the other day, you know, I, I, I've got no problem with, you know, playing a, you know, playing a full quarter or playing a, a, a you know, maybe not 15 minutes, play 10 minutes or eight minutes or seven minutes. You know, and whoever wins at the whoever's ahead, just like the NBA, the National Basketball Association, have five minute overtime sessions. You know, and whoever's ahead at the end of that wins. You know, I've got no problem with that. Uh, I, I think I think that's a uh, you know because my, the only problem I have with college style overtime is. It feels like a like a shootout in hockey or a shootout in in in, in soccer. You know, to where yeah. you can have games like earlier this year. What was it? LSU and Mississippi State finished the the regulation seventeen to seventeen, and it ended up being the highest scoring game ever. Seventy two to seventy four was the final score of that game. Yeah, but, you know, but so they you, went into like seven it, Yeah, man, it just kept going and kept going. And as fans, I would have loved to be there for that. Oh yeah, that that, that was cool. You know, I got to be oh, a part cool. of it. It was cool. But I, I, I you're saying you don't like the sudden death out, but but it's the playoffs, man. It's sudden death anyways. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It is. And you know, if they if they, you know, and maybe or maybe or maybe they could change it to where 
the second team does get a chance to get the ball. Keep keep it the way it is. But, you know, give you know if, if the first team scores a field goal or a touchdown, make them kick it off to the second team, and then that team has to score a field, field goal or touchdown to continue the game. And I, I wouldn't have a problem with that either. You know, I, I feel like what they've uh, – you know what the what's happening now is uh, is great, but man, you know, come on. I, I think everybody in the country wanted to see Pat Mahomes get that ball in his hand and try to go oh, back yeah. and answer Brady. Or oh, yeah. wouldn't or pa- Patriots fans would have felt the same way if the Chiefs would have won that coin toss, went down the field, scored the touchdown. You know, wouldn't you want to see Tom Brady get that ball exactly. in his hand? That's what I like. As a football fan, exactly. You you give yeah. man that's that is your rock your stone a chance to to do it so yeah yeah you know if 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 not don't you know they they don't have to start him from the fifty I've got no problem kicking off you know I got no problem yeah. and, and and then that that gives some ballsy coach out there a chance to do a damn onside kick when nobody's expecting it and win the game right there on an onside kick you know <laughs> like like and the onside yeah yeah right you know. Like, but man, I, I'm telling you, like I, I feel like it's what they've what they've done, you, you know. And, and again, you can only make that argument for the Patriots Chiefs game, the Rams Saints game, you know. Both teams touched the ball, so you can't make that argument in that game. Both teams, the coin flip did not decide that game, you know. The play on the field decided that game in overtime. So I, I you know, I've got I've got less of a. Uh, Less of a problem with that game, but I, I sure feel like the uh, the Chiefs Patriots game would have been uh, better suited to, to to let both teams touch the ball. We, it very well could have gotten up into the 60s or 70s if, if both teams would have kept going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth like that, you know. So I'm uh, and, and how and how boy wouldn't that be fun for in the regular season for fantasy football owners, you know? <laughs> I would I would enjoy that, but that's something yeah. That- yeah. Maybe we can talk about it next week. Willie, what do you think? Talk about it next week. So, ladies and gentlemen, that, that's going to wrap us up our show for for today. We're going to head up uh, what, what, what our thoughts are on uh, the Super Bowl, the Rams versus the, the, the Patriots, and, you know, maybe talk about a little bit of irony of how it started in 01 against the Rams, mm-hmm. how the will back around but hey just saying just so saying. until next time, I appreciate your time yep thanks everybody for listening really appreciate it with mountaintop sports rant views pretty good from up here hey okay. i agree guys have a great day all right man